takes our text tonight from Psalms 107, 8. That's Psalms 107, 8. Oh, that men would praise the Lord for his goodness and for his wonderful works to the children of men. And also turn to Psalms 145, 7. They shall abundantly utter the memory of thy great goodness and shall sing of thy righteousness. You know, when uh, Brother Art sang that a month or so ago, you know, if you've been coming to the Tuesday night service, I've been doing, you know, finishing up the fruit of the Spirit here, and of course I'm on goodness here, and when I heard that song, I downloaded and listened to it, I think almost every day, just to, uh, you know, you know, one of the lines there says, all my day I've been held in his hands. And it just, man, before even I was saved, before I even was here, I was held in his hand for a purpose. And, man, just uh, think, think through all those times that before that I even know him, I mean, he cared for me. He loved me because of his goodness. He carried me through so much through so many things. And, you know, for just a month now, or right after the last time, you know, I present the message, I've just been thinking about just the goodness of God. And, and there wasn't a day that I didn't, couldn't not count or have uh, that God's goodness was not presented in my life. I mean, just going through all the, the, the stuff. And even just out there earlier, when, when we got here earlier, Brother... Lee Worries and then um, Brother Tom was talking about you know, the, the Vietnam Wars and all the things that happened there. And Brother Lee asked me, you know, he was talking about, oh, there was bullet that was 102 pounds and some that's three quarter inches. He said, did you ever see any of those? I said, well, a lot of time when we were hiding or running through the jungle, especially at night, you can see a lot of bomb bursting in air and just firework going back and forth. I said, I'm assuming those are just bullets and probably those 100-pound bullets that uh shooting back and forth. I mean, imagine just, even at that moment, it's just, man, God is so good uh, to, to bring me through all that and just to, it's amazing that all my family made it here. Uh, not many people are fortunate like we are, and that is because of the goodness of God. God is just an awesome God. And even just one other instant too, it, you know, every time I, I think of this, uh, when we were the, in the Philippines, that was right before we came to America. So, you know, we were there, I don't know for how long, at least six months to a year when my brother had to go to the hospital and either had surgery on his back, something that happened to his back or whatnot. Yeah, you know, I remember one day, yeah, you know, I don't know where my parents was. You know, I was at home alone. Maybe uh, they went with him to the hospital or had to fly to a, a bigger islands in the Philippines, the, the hospital. And you know, I didn't know where my sister was. Maybe they were with my grandparents, or I assumed they were with my grandparents. And yeah, you know, I didn't know where they were at or how far their house was. So um, yeah, I decided to try to go find them. You know, mid morning. I walked all the way in the afternoon for, I don't know, at least two, three hours. And when I got hungry, I saw a um, mango tree. So I climb up, 
pick one or two, eat it, and keep going. And then I went through some rice field. And I don't think I ever found their house, my grandma's house, you know. Went through the woods and everything. But uh, So I came back. And again, because of the goodness of the Lord, I don't know how I found my way back. I was in a, a strange place, a strange country. I don't know where I was going. And I don't know for, I was probably nine, ten years old at the time. Because when I got to America, I was uh, 11, about 11 years old when we landed in Seattle, Tacoma. So man, a whole day walking, a walkabout. And I got back home and I'm here. And that is just the goodness of God. And even when I got to America, you know, all the things that I have, uh, we gone through and the Lord provide. And God is awesome. So tonight, I want to ask you too, have you uttered or sing or say or shout of the goodness of God lately? You know, all my days, I've been held in his hand. Looking back, I see that. You know, I saw that. I have lived in the goodness of God, and I am living in the goodness of God. Are you? If you're not, I hope, you know, before tonight is over, that you would give your life to Christ so you can see and experience how good God is. Yeah. So, um, you know, from the, from the time I can remember, the goodness of God has always been in my life. And that's why I'm here tonight. So let's get to the, the fruit of goodness. What is goodness? You know, I looked it up. Of course, goodness means holy, pure, righteousness, moral behavior, and excellence of character. Goodness is godliness. There is no godliness without God. Yeah. God is good by nature and is the ultimate definition of good. And of course, good is something that's beneficial, pleasing, and welcome, and that is, uh, yeah, great for all of us. So in Psalm 119.68, thou art good and does good, teach me thy statutes. Psalm 23.6, surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the day of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Now, what are some of his goodness? Like some example I mentioned. I mean, some testimony, Sister Victoria and Sister Debbie, uh, what, you know, the, the travel they do, that is the goodness of God. Yeah, God protection, God mercy. Well, some of the goodness of God that the last few months or the, the, what I've been thinking, dwelling and uh, meditating on, you know, just being able to wake up every morning and uh, shouting and thank you thanking the Lord that I'm able to wake up, to walk, to go to work, and come back to work, and be with my family, and to come to church. Do you ever consider that? When I was in that job during the summer, you know, working 80, average 82 hours a day in the 100 degrees Texas heat, they taught us to say, hey, get up every morning, say, it's a great day to be alive. It is. Every morning, at the opportunity that I get up, it's a great day to be alive. I thank God that I'm alive, that I can uh, wake up and serve him and go to work and do whatever he calls me to do and to give him praise and to give him glory. And, you know, another one is pouring his favor on us. What are some favors that he pours on you? Hey, I'm thankful that my, every time I turn on my car, yeah, it starts 
And uh, I know most of you have those cars that you push the button now, so you might not know how to turn the keys anymore. But uh, uh, mine still does do that, and I still have to do the, the door also, so it's not uh, one of those clicker thing also. It doesn't work anymore. But, uh, but how about uh, protections? I mean, you heard on the testimonies also, and for me also. Like I said, uh, you know, heard, you heard some of, I tell bits and pieces of my testimony, of my life story. I mean, and that is just amazing. I mean, every time I think about it, every time I look back, I cannot just comprehend the mercy and the goodness of God that protecting me and having mercy on me. Um, yeah, I remember what, what about just, um, healing. You know, that is a, one of the attributes of the goodness of God, healing. I know a lot of us go through stuff and need healing and need touch. Now, I remember one time uh, in college, I don't know if it's probably my junior or sophomore year, maybe my junior year, uh, this was uh, pre-COVID. Uh, it's uh, during Thanksgiving when uh, I was coming home, I got a ride with somebody as we were driving from Bellingham to Tacoma, it's about a two and a half drive. I starting to get sick. I thought it was car sick, but it wasn't. You know, when I got home, um, start feeling really sick. I couldn't move much or eat or anything. So, you know, that was Wednesday night. I slept all the way through Thursday and I couldn't even get up. You know, I, you know, I stay in the attic with my brother. You know, we had a, a two bedroom house there. My sister stayed, both my sisters stayed in one, my parents stayed in the other. We stayed in the attic. And, uh, you know, so that Thanksgiving, I, I was in the attic in pain, in agony, and all I could do was just other prayers, say, Lord, help me. If it's thy will, heal me. If it's not, please take me home. It, it, it's a pain that's too hard to bear. It was. I, I prayed that, Lord, maybe it's time for me to go home. Uh, I didn't know. Maybe my parents didn't have insurance. They couldn't take me to hospital. But I was, that whole weekend from Wednesday all the way to Sunday morning, I was in bed. I, I don't remember gone down at all to eat, but I'm sure my brother brought up water for me to drink or I tried to eat something. But you know what? Uh, I pray I, I left it in God's hand. And I say, Lord, again, like Paul said, you know, to live is Christ, uh, you know, to die uh, is gain. So, I mean, man, um, I, I said, you know, Lord, Either you take me or heal me because I have to go back to college, you know, by Sunday here. Uh, a friend's going to come pick me up. And sure enough, I was able by Sunday morning uh, around 10 o'clock before somebody come at 12 there, I was able to drink and eat something to have strength so I can uh, get uh, in the car, ride home, two and a half hour home. And by the time I got home, I was able to have enough strength, you know, to, to eat some more food. And Monday morning was back to work and back to classes and stuff like that. So healing. And I know healing doesn't work for everybody. God has a purpose and a plan for everybody. Sometimes it takes longer for others. It's his will. God is God. Sometimes it's a quick healing. You know, God heal you right away and give you strength right away. But God has a purpose for everything that he does in our life. And how about, how about speaking through prayers? God speaking you to prayer. Even, uh, you know, today, you know, a lot of time, I'm sure every minister, you know, as soon as they call and say, hey, you're preaching this day, 
constant prayer all the time and stuff like that. But, uh, you know, today, even at work, some situation or stress or whatnot, I, I was just praying. I was thinking of that song, The Goodness of God, and I just said, you know, my life is in his hand. He holds me in his hand. And it just, you know, his power came down. And I appreciate that. And I'm so thankful that, you know, no matter what I go through, no matter what the situation, God is good. His power, his spirit will guide me and give me strength. As long as I allow him to do that. As long as I reach to him and grab uh, for him. And guidance. That's another uh, goodness that God gives us. Uh, I don't know about you, but I need a lot of guidance. I need a lot of wisdom and discernment. And that's what, you know, since I read about Solomon when he prayed for wisdom, uh, since I learned about that many, many years ago, that's what I pray for most is just wisdom to walk in God's will, in God's way. Pray for the discernment because I've seen many friends who walk, you know, without the wisdom of God and being led astray. And I don't want to be led astray. I want to serve God the rest of my life. I want to give him glory. I don't want to bring shame to my God who done so much for me. So that's the, the one thing. Every time when I pray, you know, you know, for food, I pray for wisdom and discernment from God. Not my own wisdom, not man's wisdom, not knowledge, but for God's wisdom to guide me and direct me all the days of my life. So those are some of the, his goodness that he provides for us. So do you believe in his goodness? Is his goodness in your life? You know, is God good to you? So if he is, don't allow fear to come into your life. Don't let fear control you. Don't let heartache break you. You If God is to you, don't display bitterness in your life. Don't display anger in your life. If God is good to you, show that goodness. Display that goodness. I know we all have situations. I know we go all go through troubles. I know we have all troubles. But the goodness of God should overcome all those because we should allow the goodness of God. Because God is bigger than anything that we are going through, anything that is happening in our life. As long as we allow that goodness to overcome, to display in our life. Whatever the situation, whatever the heartache, the trouble, you know, I'm never absent or struggles or trial, but I'm thankful for the, every time when I go through this, through those, I remind myself or God remind me of the goodness that he has for me and what he has done for me all of my life. I mean, if God is good to you, you should show that. Don't go around and just, oh, I need more of this. I need more of this. Oh, why can't this be that? Oh, why can't this problem solve itself right away? Maybe he's uh, having you go through uh, things so you can become closer to God. You know, you know, when I think of all the trials, all the things that I go through, either at anywhere, you know, God is a, when I'm in the fire, I always realize, uh, I'm starting to realize more and more when I'm in the fire, God is holding me in that fire. 
and he has taken the brunt of most of the fire, and I'm thankful for that, you know. So, that, again, if God is good to you, show that in your life, display that in your life. Let everybody know that God is good. So, you know, God is good because his goodness, because God has a plan to redeem all mankind, to rid the world of evil, chaos, and to provide for his children. So, let me go back to the Galatians 5.22 there. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. Against such, there is no law. You know, when a person is born again, when he uh, accepted Jesus Christ into his life or her life, when you repent of their sin, that person received the new, newness of life in Christ, right? The Holy Spirit come and dwell us and guide us and give us the wisdom when we ask for it. His presence become the source of that person's life, the person's spiritual life. That is, and it start produce the fruit. You know, um, when I was talking about, again, the fruit, there, um, you know, I, I got this when I saw this in the bag, somebody in the car say, oh no, what is he gonna do? So, um, thank the Lord I found this too, you know. when. At first, every fruit, in the beginning, when it starts produce, it's green, right? It's going to be bitter. But it's grow, it become ripe. Who here likes to eat green fruit or bitter fruit? Nobody. But as we grow in Christ, as the Holy Spirit does guide us and draw closer and closer to Him, you know, we become ripe. And that's what we want the world to see, because we want them to say, wow, that is a delicious looking fruit. Well, I'm talking about the fruit of spirit here. I want what he has. I want what she has. You know, you don't want people to see. If you're a follower of Jesus Christ, if you believe in God, do you want to see the, the, the green fruit? No, I don't. But there are fruits that when picked, not like banana, where it's ripe as it grows, as it ages. But there are some fruit that does not ripen when picked. Lime, lemons, all the berries, blueberries, strawberries, raspberry, grapes. You know, so, um, see lime, you pick, so it is what it is there. When we don't have the fruit of the spirit in us, we're producing something else. And that is the fruit of the, the enemy of your soul the fruit of the flesh, the fruit of the devil. If you're not in Christ, if you're not producing the fruit of the Spirit, you're producing another fruit that causes discontentment, uh, just anger, hate, uh, brokenness, heartache, Somebody, you know, who would just divide family, friends. Those are the kind of fruit that's of this world. But just like the lemon, see, if you don't use it, what it does is 
Here's another one. If you leave it too long, it doesn't ripe. It just, it dries out. It becomes just, it shrink and it start to rot. And it, it's no good anymore. So, what kind of fruit do you want to produce tonight? You know, because of the goodness of God, because of the love of God, He sent His Son to die for us. He didn't have to, but He did because of His love, you know, because of His goodness. And you know what? Our attitude, our behavior is altered by the fruit we live by. If we live by the, the fruit of the Spirit and we grow ripe and ready for picking, our attitude, our life, our lifestyle is altered by those. We live by those. So tonight, if you don't have Jesus in your life, if you don't have the fruit of the Spirit, well, first of all, you have to acknowledge Jesus is God, that He came to save your sin, save you from, from eternal damnation, eternal hell. And you have to accept that to be able to produce the fruit of the Spirit that lives in you. If not, you're producing something else. So, again, does your fruit grow sweeter and sweeter as the day goes by? Does it display more and more of Jesus as the day goes by? Or does it show something else? Or is it starting to dry out? Or become not so good to look at? That's the question for you to ask tonight. And if you don't know, you know, tonight is a good time to come to give your life to Jesus Christ so he can start producing that fruit, that, those fruits, the fruit of the Spirit, so other can see that and other can come to know him. Cause that's why he come to die. That's why I'm saved and I want to be saved because I want those I love, I know to go to heaven, to make it to heaven. Because hell is not a good place to be at. So again, tonight, if you don't have the fruit in your life, the fruit of the Spirit in your life, and if they're not growing, the altars are open for prayer. And the song for invitation is 193.